I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Wood Talk Online Radio. For woodworkers, by woodworkers. Now here are three guys that are actually under the illusion that woodworking is cool. Mark, Matt and Shannon. All right, it's episode 90 for October 26, 2011, and I'm still trying to figure out, every time I listen to that intro, I want to know, what is a woodwhacker anyway? Uh, the way she pronounces that is a little bit off. Well, I, have a, I have a theory on what that is. We might have to look it up in the Urban Dictionary, so we probably shouldn't say it on the <laughs> okay. family-friendly version. Don't we have to wait part. for Adult Swim to talk about that? Yeah, that'll be yeah. after the show, later on tonight. Uh, but on today's show, it's all about holiday gifts. It's that time of year again. Uh, what we like to make, what people seem to enjoy, and maybe even some of our gift-giving blunders. And if you're listening live in the chat room, be sure to stick around. At the end of the show, we are going to give away a couple of DVDs. I've got an extra one, and Shannon's got an extra one, and now you guys will have an extra one. Uh, so before we get to all that, Matt, if you don't mind, could you tell them how they can get in touch with us? Yeah, of course. As always, there's a few different ways you can get a hold of us. If you ever have a comment, a question, or maybe a suggestion about something you've heard in today's show, or maybe something you'd like to hear on an upcoming episode, you can, of course, email us at woodtalkonline at gmail.com. Or you could call and leave us a voicemail at 623-242-5180. Or you could even Skype us at Wood Talk Online. You can even check out individual sites at thewoodwhisperer.com and renaissancewoodworker.com. And, of course, mattsbasementworkshop.com. And, of course, you should especially, because that's a lot of courses. I noticed I did a lot of courses in there. <laughs> Is that the word of the day? That's the word of the day, and uh, I'm sorry, but you won't be winning any DVDs if you count how many times we actually do it. But of course, especially on the forum, head over to woodtalkonline.com where you can find one, two, or occasionally all three of us. <clears throat> I'm not going down the fader. My voice just went on me for a second there. <laughs> that's just the natural <laughs> voice right now. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's exactly it. It's the best phlegmy time of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, head over to woodtalkonline.com where you can uh, head into the forum and talk all sorts of great stuff, see what the new hot topic is for that day, or start the hot topic 
if that's what you want to do. Uh, but anyways, though, I think we should maybe head into our first category and uh, we, we could do the what's on the bench or do we want to uh, just chit chat and we can turn the mics off again and just really get the chat room going. Let's just talk amongst <laughs> ourselves for a little bit. I think we should jump into what's on the bench. And you know what? Let's start with Shannon, because I have been seeing some tweets, a little bit of a, you know, rumor in the forum. Actually, I saw a post today concerning the selling off of tools. What? Crazy. What? Crazy. What is this about? I'm giving up woodworking and picking up knitting. Awesome. It's because of that knitter in the in the uh, hand tool Olympics, isn't it? I yeah, I absolutely. I mean, infiltrated? you see the dovetails? That was crazy. <laughs> so I figure if I leave woodworking for like a year and see if I can do the the little knit and pearl. I don't mm. even know the lingo. But help. if I get good at that, I might be just incredible when I come back. Is that kind of like so, where like football players might take ballet or something like that to get a little bit more graceful? Yeah, this is liable to start a tangent, but I had to take ballet in college as a as a voice major. And um, that was not good. No comment. Not good. Yeah. The closest, <laughs> I ever said that. The, the closest I ever got was I was thrown out of a you know, aerobics class once and it had nothing to do with uh, ogling, or oogling all the uh, the girls that were in the lines in front of me. It just had to do with the fact that when you're that uncoordinated and you keep knocking stuff over, they want you out of there before somebody gets injured. <laughs> right. Anyway, yeah, I yeah. digress. What is on my bench? Well, yes, I am. Um, I'm selling off. I'm selling off quite a bit of tools. Um, you know, it's been a very long time since I turned on my table saw and it takes up a lot of space in my shop. So I was about ready to throw up, all, up on Craigslist and um, happened to run into a guy at a Lee Nielsen event who I had met at a Sapfum event a while ago. And I said, yeah, I think I'm really going to get rid of that table saw. And he's like, ooh, can I have it? Mm-hmm. So um, before it even went to Craigslist, I, I sold the table saw. The problem is, is he can't pick it up for like two more weeks. So it's still there taking up room. Yeah, you don't get that satisfaction of uh, clearing it right. out and getting that space back. Exactly. So uh, today, I actually sold my joiner today. Um, sold, uh, uh, I know kind of, this must be how Chris Schwartz feels. I put some stuff up on the blog and like five minutes later, almost all of it was gone. It's like, wow, nice, that's cool. Nice. <clears throat> but um, I've got, actually, my shop is in a complete disaster right now because I'm pulling stuff out of, you know, cupboards and things like that, that I haven't used in a while. And, you know, it all works just fine. Just kind of cleaning it up and taking photos. It's like an eBay session down there, taking photos of stuff. But, um, on top of all that, I am about ready to start the next project in the hand tool school. It's a little, um, little box. It's basically a tea caddy, but you know, use whatever you want. And I'm going to play with uh, secret drawers a little bit on that. Nice. And, um, I am just finishing up a little um, side table, uh, kind of a, a Garrett Hack shaker side table mm-hmm. for a commission. I haven't really said anything about it because it's a commission and the person doesn't really want me to advertise the whole thing. And whoops, I just did. Screw that up. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it's, it's just a simple shaker table. Everybody's seen that a thousand times between my blog and the guild and everything else on fine woodworking. So right. that's that's really it. Um, nice. And I have two benches now in my shop, so there's stuff on both of them. Well, there you go. It seems like the chat room is indicating that your site may be the new Craigslist, so I think uh, Chris has some extra baby clothes that he wants to sell. Um, cool. Can you help him out with that? I'd be happy to. Be happy to. <laughs> Why I'll, not? I'll, I'll, I'll be taking um, bids for, because I've got some 
kind of some good stuff that I'm going to put up on the blog that hopefully will go really, really fast. So depending upon how much you pay me to sell it, I'll put it in with the good stuff. <laughs> or I'll put it in with the old, like undersized wood whisperer t-shirts. Right. There you go. Well, you know what? And then actually I need some baby stuff. So maybe this, this whole exchange will really work out. Yeah. Cool. Matt, what do you have on your bench, dude? Well, as of right now, um, a couple of different things going on, but the, the main thing is uh, I had a chance to, <clears throat> I'm kind of working with this group to, uh, we, we, oh, wow, I just totally lost my train of thought. I got to get out of the chat room for a second there. <laughs> uh, that is dangerous. It makes for a much that better is, show if you are not on that page. That's exactly, I just I just changed, <laughs> I, I brought the screen down. I cannot believe that just happened. You sons of, but anyways, <laughs> and nothing even had to do with stuff I was doing. That's what's even worse. Uh, but anyways, what's going on right now is I just have a new tool that just came into the shop and I'm having a chance to review this. Uh, it, it, it's not mine. There's a, a new group that I'm working with and I'm going to talk more about this later on once I really get my feet wet with this and see how it really works out and see if this is something that everybody else would like to do. But the neat thing is uh, this, this group, they're doing tool reviews. In fact, I'll go ahead and say it's toolselect.com. You can find their videos on YouTube. And essentially what they're doing is they've got tools from different manufacturers. They're putting them in the hands of people that would typically use them. Up till now, they basically mostly had carpentry type stuff. I don't really have a need for a reciprocating saw in my shop at the moment. Although with the way that I've been handling this rocking horse build, maybe I do because <laughs> I could probably uh, get better cuts with it than I have with the jigsaw that I have currently. Um, but anyways, though, so I, I, they, they let me bring in an, an oscillating spindle sander. So I've got literally have that up on the bench. I've been trying it and uh, I'm thinking I, I really like it. So anyways, so that's something that that's been kind of sitting there for a little bit. I'm a little behind on kind of getting things ready for them to come in and, and film uh, for their end of the of the uh, the whole deal. But another thing that's going on is uh, my beautiful wife, Samantha, she's been doing this new thing with her clients where when she gets their DVD with their images and everything, because she's a photographer. And so she's getting the wedding packages put together for her various clients. She's been having me make these boxes, these wooden boxes. Hmm. And uh, I've been doing quite a bit of those. Now, I have said in the past, and I kind of almost regret ever having said this, one of my issues is I always seem to be working on something else. I've never – you ever have like that one foundation project, I guess maybe you could call it, like the one that you're really good at building that you kind <laughs> of – you know, people they always say like, oh, you're known for this. Maybe like in your situation, Mark, everybody always talks about your cutting boards. Yeah, I only made that – I only made that once. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's like it's associated with you. <laughs> no, no, I totally understand. I made it about three times, but I guess you know when it's on the website and people watch it over and over, it's almost like I've built it thousands of times. You exactly. Well, you know, it's, it's one of the early ones because I think that's been there for as long as I've known you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely an early one. So, but you know, but occasionally there is like one of those projects that you just that's that's what you do all the time, whether it's a box or something like that. Well, yeah. this is starting to become that project that I'm like, man, I wish I could just build more of these so I could become really good at it. This is like my thing, and I'm at the point now that unfortunately this is my thing, and I am getting good at it. But man, I'm really getting tired of doing it. <laughs> it's just like, once you've made like the twelfth one in a row, you're just like, I hate these boxes. I hate this joinery. I hate using these tools. I just want something different, you know. And it's, what's what's even funnier is she just wants very just natural looking wood. She just wants it very clean, very modern. And I, I agree with her. It looks good for what she wants to do. But there's this part of it's like. Do you want to like maybe like experiment with this? Look at this wood. It's got like a natural grain and look at it's kind of wavy. No, no, no. Oh, oh. 
all right, we'll go with the white stuff over there and start all over again. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> so uh, maybe one of these days I might just do one for my own satisfaction and my own sanity. But that's like one of the big things that, that is happening. And of course, I, I am jumping in on the uh, the rocking horse build. Uh, I have a little bit more to do. In fact, I tweeted today about the fact that um, – <clears throat> When you put the pattern on, you might not want to put on quite as much spray adhesive as I did. <laughs> I think uh, I did that know, the, too. <laughs> yeah, there's like that the full size can. Well, yeah. you might only need a little <laughs> oh, bit of no. it. You don't need to use the whole can, and that's just on the one side. So, yeah, <clears throat> spray until you get a nice pool on the wood. That's, that's good. That's pretty much it. It's, yeah, it's it's soaked down through several layers of the wood, and it's gonna be the nice thing is it's gonna give it a very hard finish. Once it's all finally, I remove the paper. Although I'm thinking now it's going to be a wallpapered horse, is I think the look I'm going to go for. Uh, but other than nice. that, you know, we've really been trying to curb the swearing in the Vanderlust household. We got kind of stung in the butt a little bit uh, not too long ago uh, with uh, freely swearing quite a bit. And unfortunately, uh, I think I owe about mm, uh, two years worth of college to both my children after the other <laughs> night uh, trying to get nice. that paper off. So, yeah. But well, other I'll than that, that's. Thing. that's don't use a hand plane to take that off because mm, uh, the glue will get all over the sole of that hand plane. It's just don't messy. Don't um, cabinet scraper either. <laughs> the cabinet scraper will get glue and gum and every gum all over the bottom of the sole. Yeah. Geez. Don't ask yeah. me how I do that. There's a, and, a bunch of comments came in and one of the first things people were giving me as feedback was basically just use uh, either either use like carbon paper or some sort of transfer paper or just put like the wider sheets of uh, the blue painter's tape that you can use just to cover the whole thing with the painter's tape and put the pattern down on that. I'm like, well, where, okay. the, where the heck were you guys like a month ago? <laughs> Come on, Mark. You're the oh, blue that's... tape guy. Come I know. on. I, I totally forgot. I'm, I'm off my game with the blue tape. What's up with that? Cardboard blue tape guy. There <laughs> <Right. laughs> you go. Well, you know, one more thing I thought about was what I should have done was I should I, I, I kind of put the, the, the patterns on so that they're both going in the same direction. I know in the, the, the instructions that kind of shows like one head horse head going one way, one horse head going the other way, you know, you're supposed to like invert them, but I both had them going in the same direction on the, on the board. And I was thinking I should have inverted them because then I could put the paper side on the inside of the horse where only the kid's going to see it while he's rocking. Right. And then I wouldn't have to worry about it. And but he's nah, dumb. So yeah, yeah. stupid kid, <laughs> stupid kid. I'll never yeah, see I'm it. Like, yeah, we, we, there's not paper. You can't even read. So, <laughs> Oh, cool. But yeah, that's it. That's what's going on with me. So how about you, Mark? What do you got? You'd probably have a pretty full, what, three, four benches in uh, it's your a, shop? Yeah, it's a weird time right now. Uh, the first move for me to start this new bench project, I'm starting the split top Rubo. Uh, the first thing was to move the old bench out of the way because, Matt, you, you and I were pretty critical of some of the DVDs that we had reviewed in the past about whether or not they addressed the question of, you know, having a workbench to work with. So that really changes things. If you don't have a way to, to lay out large parts or clamp things together, uh, that can really change your approach. So after we did that review, I was like, you know, I better put my money where my mouth is and start this project by getting my bench out of the room. So I did in the video, like actually pretend like I moved it out of the room, but it's actually just sitting off to the side because I don't have any place to put it right now. <laughs> so, so it's totally in the way. Effects. Is that really a big deal? Because I, I remember hearing some talk about that, and I know Bob Rosieski did the same thing when he built his bench. He yeah. pulled his bench out, and it occurred to me at that point, like, oh yeah, I built a workbench without a workbench, and it never even occurred to me. 
Like, no, honestly, I don't. Do think you really it's, gain that much? No, by I don't. Having a workbench, I don't think it's going to make that that much of a difference to me. But I think it wins brownie points with with. Oh sure, the viewers. absolutely. <laughs> That's really Wait, all. You, it is. You have, I have no question in my mind. If you built it on top of your other bench, you would be damned from here to the eternity. Yeah, yeah. In online forums. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah. honestly, no, it's not going to have a huge impact because ultimately, I mean, here's a good question. I'm curious from both of your perspectives because I don't think there's really an absolute right answer to this. But if you were going to do that and Shannon since you've done this you probably already you know have your um, system that you use but would you go base first or bench top first top first no question okay Matt, because what, I built the base on the top well there you go Matt what would you do um the first time I did it I, I did it the other way I did base first and then top and I was extremely unhappy the whole entire time because the, you know, the the top is so much bigger that even if you just had the top up on sawhorses or something you know you've got that that workspace but when you suddenly are trying to build the base and you've just got these legs and you're trying to put them on top of a sawhorse and you can't figure out why you can't work it right um yeah not not very fun yeah that's and, actually and, and once again, go ahead the, the one oh. thing i'll say though is that will make your bench build last longer because if you're like me, if you go back and look at the Renaissance Woodworker episode numbers, it's like episode 70, you know, the workbench top is done. Episode blah, blah, blah. Episode 84, we're working on the Rubo again because I, <laughs> I started working and building other projects because I just had the bench top on sawhorse. It was like, hey, this works. <laughs> this is good enough. <laughs> so I just, I just like went on, started building other stuff. I built the chest of drawers and, oh, yeah, I suppose I should finish the base to that Rubo. So, Dude, yeah, that's... That, that's actually kind of funny. I think I'm going to wind up in a similar position because the timing right now, and this uh, segues nicely into our main topic for tonight, talking about gifts. I'm going to stop in the middle of the build to do a little calendar frame and I won't really have a bench to work on necessarily, but if I at least have a top uh, that that'll allow me to get some work done there. So uh, unfortunately though, with the impending uh, entrance of mini spag, I don't really, I really need to get this thing done fast. <laughs> so I don't have much time to screw around here. So we're not going to see you out there with the papoose, you know, kind of like, you know, working away. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> oh, that could make for some interesting times. Um, but yeah, I, I really just want to be done with this bench before uh, baby arrives just to be safe. So, uh, but that's really all that's going on for me. And, you know, that, like I said, that does segue nicely into our conversation about, gifts and i wanted to talk to you gentlemen about this because i know you've probably given gifts handmade gifts in the past and i certainly have myself as well but when i first started doing this and i transitioned to it took a while before i was even confident enough to do it and then when i was confident in my woodworking skills i still wasn't confident that anyone would want the stuff that i'm building and i i always <laughs> like i had this fear and and my I, you see it in movies all the time where someone gets a sweater that aunt so-and-so made for them or you know ralphie gets his uh <laughs> Ralphie gets his bunny suit uh, on Christmas day from aunt Clara, you know, that type of thing is like, I don't want to be that guy who gives stuff and it's like, Oh, you're going to love this. I made it by hand and they can't say anything bad because you made it yourself. Right. <laughs> so I'm wondering if, if you guys had a little bit of that apprehension when you first started giving the stuff out. Well, I wonder too, um, is it, how do I put this right? Is it viewed as like a cop out? You know, right. instead of going out and, and, you know, finding that right gift and buying that gift. Oh, you just made something. You, know? <laughs> you did something like, you were going to do like, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Little house on the prairie. You know, look, Pa, you made some pickup sticks, you know, right. <laughs> and I wonder, do people do people get that? I know it, to answer your question, Mark. Yes, that's been a big misgiving of mine. Are people just going to think that I'm like, 
you know, the guy that just went and bought a gift card because I couldn't find anything to get for you. Oh, I'll just go down to the shop, grab some scrap wood and make a box. Right, yeah, right, right. perfect. I, ironically, I usually put uh, gift cards in the box just kind of just in case. <laughs> right, just to sweeten the pot. Yeah, you're double, yeah. You're double covered. <laughs> that way, if they don't like it, you can be like, oh, no, that's just disposable. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, it is one of those awkward things you know because you really anything you make you know there's a little bit of of your heart and soul in that thing and you give it to somebody and you're just not really sure um i to this day i'm still very unsure unless the person specifically asked for it or it's a family member who i know uh, has said you know hinted that they wanted a particular thing um i'm really apprehensive about it but i can i can tell you what's been hands down a, a success every single time is this cutting boards <laughs> yes, because I do so many of those. <laughs> Thank you, man. Um, those are a hit. I mean, cutting boards are really high on the list. I, I, honestly, I don't know anyone who would turn down a really well-made butcher block cutting board. I mean, I don't just... like. I don't like giving them because they end up turning into more repair problems. <laughs> no, no, making more. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I, I have made. I've made more cutting boards than you, probably, Mark. Most likely. <laughs> which is, which is, I think I've honestly, it's probably been like ten or fifteen just in the last two Christmases because you give one to like, you know, an aunt or something like that. And suddenly they end up commissioning you. Oh, I'm going to give three away for Christmas next year. And then the cheese knives that go with them. And yeah, I, I don't like giving cutting boards anymore because they multiply. And they're, and they're not like nearly as easy to build as, I mean, even, (laughs) even my video leads you to believe they, they take a lot of time. Um, I built them when I was really, you know, when I first came up with that particular uh, specific design, I was really, really like desperate for money. I was at a point where my business was not doing very well. And I had a couple people commission them and the most I could get. And these were people who had a lot of money to kind of like crap away on, on stuff like that. Um, the most I could get was $75 for them. And Mm. frankly, that did not really cover my labor to build it. I mean, so there, there's a lot of time and investment in that. And the question is, if you do give something that like that away, is it even possible for the average person to appreciate just how much you put into that? Considering they can, they can go to the store you, and buy something similar, you know. Do exactly. you know how long the glue up takes on this? Oh my god! All right, let me tell you about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, why is this wood red? What happened with this? <laughs> right. uh, that's blood wood. It's a little bit oh. of blood. Um, but you know, one thing that has always been a hit for me, uh, hands down have been if you've got a little girl in the family um, or a friend of the family and you can make one of those, uh, I did the keepsake boxes, the routed center keepsake sort of hidden away box. Those are a hit. I mean, little girls seem to love being able to just hide little things, little trinkets or whatever the heck little girls play with that they want to hide in something. Um, They seem to love it. So that's something that if I get a chance, I'd like to make some more. Um, Just friends of the family that we've given them to as gifts have absolutely loved them. So that's, yeah. that's a good suggestion. Well, yeah, I can tell you the, the number one thing, and it's not really a specific thing, more of a style of thing, is anything turned. People are fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. They're just utterly captivated. And, and I've had the experience where I've made like something really nice. Like I made a, um, an actual Queen Anne card table last year for my in-laws. And, and they loved it. And they use it all the time because they play bridge all the time. But it was like immediately upstaged by a pepper mill 
<laughs> freaking pepper mill. Nice. And people were just like, oh, my God, you made this? You know, and what I find is funny is when they go, wow, it's just like something from Pottery Barn. Like, <laughs> right. wah, wah, wah. Isn't it the same thing when you say to a, a, someone who's cooked something and you say, oh, my God, it tastes just like a restaurant, you know, or it's, it's like store-bought. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, my God. It looks like you got that at Ikea. You take that back. Nice. So, so yeah, consider- turn turn stuff. It it people love it. They go nuts, and that's one of the reasons I hate my lathe this time of year. <laughs> well, I was gonna say it seems like for a while there, Shane. I remember a couple of years there. I don't know if you, I'm assuming you probably still don't do this, but wasn't there like a, a school fair, like a, a Christmas yes. thing that suddenly yes. like you disappeared for like months on end? <laughs> yeah, that stopped when the hand tool school started. I was mm. I actually I- thought about doing it last year, and I'm like, I've got to be kidding. This is ridiculous. And I actually got an offer to participate participate in a show uh gosh this was monday like two days ago and i was like you know maybe i'll do it this year when's the show next weekend like <laughs> no <laughs> so have you guys had any disasters anything that you had planned to build for someone or something that clearly was not well received i did um it was and, and it's funny because this guy's no longer in the family. Uh, and for, <laughs> did did you just remove him? What, <laughs> well, actually, how does that Sam work? And I, uh, there's a long story, but Sam and I did have a, a slight possible reason why he left. Uh, but I have to tell you guys that story offline. <laughs> okay. pretty good. We'll hit that in Adult Swim. Okay, nice. Uh, but uh, there, it was one of those kind of early on. And what we ended up doing was he had a – well, it was my mother-in-law's boyfriend at the time. And he was kind of like building up like a small DVD or CD collection. And uh, Samantha said, well, why don't you build him like like a little a little CD tower, like something with a couple of drawers so he can kind of hide it away because he had some suspicious roommates. And so that way it could kind of be locked out of the way so nobody's going to see him. And I said, sure, I'll do that. So I built this nice little cabinet and I spent some extra time. And this was when I was first starting to get really into like the idea of hand playing. And so I did all that and took all this effort into building it and set it down and we he opened it up and he goes, yeah, what is this? I said, we, <laughs> you put CDs in it and he goes, oh, where did, where did you buy it? I, said, I didn't buy it. I built it. He goes, oh, you took time to build something like this? <laughs> like, Jeez. Oh, um, man. No, actually, <laughs> we, we picked it up at the drugstore on the way here. You son of a. <laughs> was, was that the same year the iPod came out too? <laughs> Uh, I wish. <laughs> yeah, so that was and it just it absolutely it bombed miserably. I mean, it was it was that gift that like sat on the table which, you know, nobody talked about and kind of hoped like maybe if you put enough wrapping paper around it somehow it'll accidentally get thrown away with the wrapping paper so that, you know, wow. you'll suddenly be like, oh, wow, I, I lost my gift. And yeah, after that, it was like one of those, I really never wanted to make another gift for somebody at, at any kind of holiday because of it. And it's like, and this what is like, jerk. Jerk. Like, yeah, in my woodworking days, jerk. I'm like, no wonder geez. he's not in the family anymore. Yeah, yeah. That, that would scare, that would scare me. I, I don't think I'd ever go back after that. It, it, it pretty much did. Cause it was like one of Jeez. those, it, it seriously was like, I, you know, and, and early on, you know, how like it, it takes you a long time to build something. And especially this was like inset drawers. And I made sure that I designed it so the CD fit properly. And you had like the ability to get your hands in there to actually pull them out so that there was enough space, all this other stuff. And right. yeah. And, uh, I even put like a little stop so the drawers wouldn't fall out when he opened them all the way. And that was just, yeah, that was this reaction. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that's uh, lame. 
Yeah, okay, so well, that Matt was... wins. Yeah, you win. Yeah, you win, Matt. Yes, finally I win. I win. Yeah, my, my my story actually is not even something I gave to someone. It was the advent calendar, and the the only thing I could say about that, anyone who's tried to build it will know that that's just a bad idea. Like the whole thing's just a bad idea. Like, it, just the way it was constructed was so tedious. And, you know, you got a lot of doors on an advent calendar. Um, and I really tried to simplify it as much as possible. Um, but I've got someone who's been trying to build this thing since like June. Uh, and I've been in email contact with them, just talking them through it and, and trying to get through the project. And I'm just like, man, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I realize <laughs> it was like a great concept and everything, but it just was very, very tricky to build. And it should, it just should have been so much more simpler. Uh, than it was. So that was, you know, one of my holiday disasters, but fortunately not something that was a gift. I mean, now that it's together, it's great. I, I mean, it's going to be something we'll, we'll pull out every year, but um, yeah, I feel a little bit bad about doing that. <laughs> you know, I, I should go through and find the emails during that time period when you're doing that. Cause I think I did notice some tension in your voice. <laughs> I was a little bit tense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just remember go- watching that series going, God, I'm exhausted. This is terrible. <laughs> right? exactly. I mean, it's just, it's tiring just watching it. Yeah, uh, but you know, let's let's kind of just throw out a few ideas. Um, it would be, I think, helpful for people because I, I get a lot of emails this time of year. What projects, you know, do you think are good for gift giving? So I've got a few that I've written down. Of course, the the cutting board. Um, I put the advent calendar there, but that was a joke. <laughs> um, you know, and and picture frames and knife blocks, like a very simple knife block. I don't know if you guys remember the uh, popular woodworking did and I can do that series in the, a while back. On, one of the projects was this simple knife block where you put the the little bamboo skewers in there to hold the the knives together. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't remember that, but I remember the Wood Whisperer did it. I, oh, I did it in the guild, yeah, actually. <laughs> right, well, uh, but it was, but it was absolutely um, their their plan. Right, so if you don't like it, it was their fault as well. <laughs> um, and this year, actually, I'm doing the. I mentioned it before. I'm doing the calendar holder. So one of those sort of traditional wall hanging things that can fit your your I guess your average calendar should be able to pop in there. And I'm going I'm going front loading on this one. That's my promise to myself. Front loading. So, oh, nice. That's uh, never mind. <laughs> I could tell Matt's Matt's imagination. I could just hear it. I could feel it turning. Once again, I'm in the chat room. Dang it, guys! You're gonna get me in trouble on the show. Uh, so, what do you guys have? Uh, let's go with Matt first. What do you What do you have for suggestions of what people can make for the holidays? Well, mine mine's pretty simple. Uh, ever since I had my my issue, um, I am bound to determine I will make something similar to that. Although, as you kind of pointed out, iPods now my whole family has them. In fact, I'm surprised the internet hasn't crashed at this point with all of them <laughs> on uh, the iPod touches right now. Uh, but I had simply thought of like just simple things. My my family loves things anything that's kind of handmade, except for that CD rack thing. But like <laughs> uh, uh, like uh, tree ornaments, like turn tree ornaments, like oh, the really yeah. nice ones. They they love stuff like that, especially my mother in law and uh, my my wife's aunts. I mean, that's just like the type of thing. Like you you like open the little box and they pull that out and they go, "Did you make this?" You like, "Yeah, I made that." Oh, the most people think they're saying, and then they go into like that high pitched. You can't understand what they're saying. I don't know but, what you're saying, but it yeah. must be good. So you 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 like it? Those are tears of happiness. <laughs> Great, thank you. Nice. So so something like that. Another thing I thought about is. Uh, majority of my family is very short, so uh, uh, stools, like stepping stools. <laughs> <laughs> Believe That's, it or not, they're very, very popular oh, in the Vangelist household. That. that was awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> yes, they they are popular. It's been uh, uh, on on my list for quite a while now. Um, 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, I think that, that Rocking Horse project actually would be kind of a neat one for. I think it's, it's something somebody could accomplish over a couple of weekends. Get a few of those going. Just don't use the spray adhesive. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> you if you, uh, I wouldn't recommend fast. that as a stool, though. That might be a no, little, no, no. little <laughs> bit dangerous. A little bit dangerous. Actually, though, Unless if it's you, somebody um, you don't like, <laughs> if you set up to batch those out, and I didn't really, you know, when I built it on the show, I didn't really do it with the intention of batching out, but um, you know, save a set as your templates, and you could yep. just flush trim, you know, like twenty or 30 of those in a, in a weekend exactly you could definitely batch those out yeah well, that, that, that's actually easily. that's actually my recommendation is anything that can be batched out yeah. frankly so yeah. little boxes and you can like change them up you can change the color of the species oh, of please the spine <laughs> you know you can change the color of the lid change the the rather change the species of the lid yeah and and people just dig that stuff you know just stuff right. that you can we have lots of stuff in this country you know, yeah, everything you think? From, we don't we don't so much have like <laughs> photographs lying around anymore, although I guess people still do, you know, the ones that they took, you know, before digital, I suppose. Right, right. But, you know, everything from I mean, I have I have a console table I built um, in our in our kind of foyer. I don't know what you call that room. And there are three boxes that I built in the drawers of the console table. And there's nothing more glamorous in them than pins and batteries. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, they're they're awesome. I mean, they were they were gifts, and my wife loves them, you know. And it's like one was like beach sides with wingate splines, and another one is wingate sides with beach splines. You know, Ooh, crazy. Like, <laughs> but you like can positive bash those things out like mad. You just grab yeah. you know one board from the lumber yard, and you can make a whole bunch of stuff out of it. And give that's them to the whole you know that's actually a really good point, and not just to to you know to sort of be able to make a variation of them, but to have more on hand for when you yeah. inevitably get requested to build another one. Bingo. You know, and even if you got a little <laughs> I still stockpile. have some in the shop now yeah. from last year. Boy, that, that is smart. Even if you only have one to give away, build multiple because, you know, at the very least you get a head start on next year. Although that's yeah. another thing that a lathe is good for. Like when you realize you don't have a hostess gift for that party you're going to, and it's two hours before the party starts, bottle stopper. (laughs) (laughs) And the way my wife's family goes through wine, those will be fantastic also. And and then you just grab a hand plane, make some shavings, pack it in shavings, and they're like, ooh, you made the wrapping too. Beautiful. Hey, you know what? I actually, I just thought of something. Since we probably have all done projects that would be good for the holidays, can you guys, after we finish off here, send me links to any episodes on your sites that you've done for small, quick projects, and I'll just kind of bring a, at the end of the show notes, I'll put them all together uh, just sure. as a resource for people to find all the, the funny crap that we've built. Does the Although, breeze plane fall into that category? Uh, <laughs> it's only a weekend build. Hmm, I don't think so. What oh, is the darn. what is the price on that? <laughs> I think though, Mark, that you're the only one that actually posted a Christmas video in time for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think back I, to the last couple of years, and it's been like posted January fifteenth. In fact, I think one of them was labeled the post Christmas <laughs> special. That is really hard to do. I mean, because you got to be done about now, you know, yeah, to be able to get much. this out in time, and that's that's tricky. Yeah, I'm, I'm usually I'm usually not even that organized, uh, but this year I don't know. I'm, I'm committed. I want this calendar thing done. So put it this way: when Santa's elves have hung it up for the year, I'm still going. <laughs> Shannon is still <laughs> going. 
11 p.m. Christmas Eve. I'm in the shop. Come on, lacquer dry. Come on. <laughs> and, and they're all talking behind your back on he's the slow elf. <laughs> right. That's right. why we don't get together for Christmas until Christmas dinner. So I've got like all day Christmas Day in the shop. <laughs> if you if he was here at the North Pole, he'd be on the short sled. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's I know terrible. it's pretty bad. You know, you know one thing I, I just kind of uh, I have some extra cedar, and so this year I was thinking about making um, mothballs or something like that, or maybe like those <laughs> things you can hang in the closet. That would actually be another thing in my family that, or actually my wife's family, that they would just be like, "This is so practical; it'll keep everything it's smelling cedar nice." Cedar stick with a wire stuck in it, basically. <laughs> you know, I, I have to tell a funny story. Uh, a garage sale a few years ago, I suddenly I'm like, I. I, I got to find something to sell, you know, I just for the hell of it. So I went downstairs and I did have some extra cedar. So I drilled some holes through the top of them. I brought them out. I sold them within 10 minutes as uh, <laughs> as shelf thingies or as uh, yeah for the closet. And this lady like bought all of them. She's like, I've been looking for these everywhere. I'm like, uh-huh. And I had them here. <laughs> nice. There you go. There's a really affordable idea. Just make like um, fragrant sachets. Just yes. make a bunch of plain shavings from cedar, throw them in like a little bag there you go. Well, you know, yep. you could you could make a little batch Stop of them tri- and uh, for people who barbecue. Nice yeah, little stack of cedar planks. There, there you go. Nice. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> just cut up some boards. There I mean, you go. It, it doesn't get much. You don't even have to sand them because they don't care. Go it's and just... buy a bottle of barbecue sauce and wrap it up and use it. <laughs> oh, that would be, I would take a bottle of barbecue sauce. Actually, in fact, every year I think I do get barbecue sauce for Christmas. <laughs> Imagine uh, that. Yeah, I don't know. All right. So that's, uh, I, I think that just about wraps up all of our suggestions and things for holiday gifts. And you know what? If you have some ideas, go to the forum and throw them out there. I think everybody at this time of year could use quick and easy project ideas. Um, I wanted to jump into an email that we got from Diami, and this concerns a uh, a really cool effort, something they're putting together to try to take the online community and bring it to the local level, uh, which is something I think that we really need to do as, as a, a group of online woodworkers, uh, just because, I mean, really... It's not. It doesn't take much to find someone in your area, and why not get together to sort of almost revitalize what at least I've seen as guilds that are uh, in woodworking associations that are kind of, and I hate to say it, but they're kind of dying. You know, they're they're not really. There's no energy there. Um, I know our local Phoenix one. I'm pleasantly surprised at at how active uh, that community is, but I know in some areas it's it's just not going well. So Diami wrote us an email and wanted us to uh, to mention it, but I think I'll just read his email instead. He says, Chris has been hard at work on starting up the Modern Woodworkers Association, and Tom and I are trying to assist. The group and site are still young, but we're trying to leverage online woodworking friends into personal woodworking friends through local get-togethers. We're currently looking to flush out the site. It's modernwoodworkersassociation.com, just all one word. With an about page, a mission statement, more posts, and probably local chapters. The draft mission statement we're looking under is, or we're working under is, we all belong to a woodworking club, the online woodworking club. The Modern Woodworkers Association is a place for the online woodworking community to reinforce our online connections and create personal ones in local gatherings. Even though we're not fully flushed out yet, uh, wants to know if we'd be kind enough to spread the word, and we just did. Uh, the cool thing about this is I believe this really started with the Atlanta group, uh, with Aaron and just a, a bunch of guys down there get together pretty frequently now. Um, and I believe Chris is there and Bill Akins is there. Um, and they just kind of get together. They go to breakfast, they go to a woodcraft, they have a little bit of a show and tell, just kind of bring a project and show it off. So it could really turn into something and, and I'd like to support that. So 
Um, That's great. Yeah, check it out. Modernwoodworkersassociation.com. And I think, you know, just keep an eye on it because it seems like they're going to get more and more active as time goes on. Oh, and, yeah, you know, th- what's so key about that is it's funny because we do have an extremely healthy online woodworking community. Yeah. And, you know, if, if I may get warm and fuzzy, it, it it's extremely fulfilling. You know, I've got some great friends and we have great conversations, but it, you can't beat the face to face. You yeah. cannot beat it. And, you know, I actually met a guy. I was at Chuck Bender's school last time I took a class up there. And I met a guy there who just so happens he lives like four blocks from me. It's like, seriously? We'd never <laughs> met one another. And and he's one of those guys that is not online at all. In fact, he that was kind of refreshing, actually. It was like, really? You've never heard of the Wood Whisperer? What's wrong with you? What is wrong with him? Seriously, I, I fixed him up real fast. Thank you. Mark. Thank you. But still, it was it was so nice. And to this day, you know, um, while we do... Um, shall we say, communicate kind of online via texting and things like that. But when we can get together and like hang out in each other's shops, it's such a huge deal, you know? And then when you meet up with people at Lee Nielsen events or uh, sat from events and you end up going out for lunch afterwards or whatever, it's such a huge deal. I mean, I think that's what makes woodworking in America so exciting. If I may flash back to our last episode. Right is that final connection. And I, I, as I, if I understand this correctly, that's what that mission statement's all about. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's, it's sort of being taken, not only that Atlanta group, but also um, some of the energy from WIA and and the the power of getting this uh, group of woodworkers together. I know when I went last year, I connected to a few people who I may have, like I sort of recognized them from Twitter and I had to like put the face with the the screen name and the avatar and figure out who this person was. Um, <laughs> but the entire year afterwards, I had a little bit more of, of a, a good positive, you know, conversational relationship with them because we had that connection having met before. Yeah. You know, and there's, there's an additional kind of, how can we put it? Functional benefit as well. And um, there are, no one can have that Norm Abrams woodshop, you know, no one has that much space, that much money that they can have the wide belt sander. But every now and then you run into a guy that has that one like cool tool, <laughs> but he, you know, he has that 25 inch bandsaw. Yeah. And meanwhile, I've got like a killer collection of, of hand tools and we've actually been able to, um, take advantage of that. You know, yeah. I have a really wide board that I got at the lumber yard and I hate to, I don't want to resaw it by hand, but he has a bandsaw that can help me out. So you go over and you borrow his bandsaw right. and then he comes over to your shop. And, you know, now that I think about it, I really got the better end of the deal here. Well, you know what I'm thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking, Shannon, you better pay close attention to this because the next time you go, oh, crap, I sold my planer and joiner. You're going to need to find somebody to help you out over there. Well, to be to be honest, we should put that things, in the show notes so that we can find it during a Google search. Right. <laughs> Told you so. <laughs> I, I am planning on upgrading the planer size. Some of the some of the money we're 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 hoping will go into a twenty inch wide planer. Ooh, so, too bad you know. you, uh, you couldn't have, you could have bought mine a couple of years ago, but I sold it to Paul. Damn it! Yeah, too late. Anyway, I don't know if that made sense, but it is one of those things where you realize suddenly while while we live in kind of solitude in our shops, you don't necessarily have to have every tool if yeah. you have a local cloak support group. You know, this, this, that's actually a really big point because part of the, the first episode that I'm filming for the upcoming, um, Rubo build for the guild 
is talking about like dip, like depending on what kind of tool set you have, you may need to strategize a little bit differently. And just because you want to go all hand tools uh, and I'm going to focus on milling with the power tools doesn't necessarily mean that you can't do this. And I'm recommending that number one, if you have uh, you're sort of ill-equipped, you just don't have enough of the tools that, that I recommend using, or you do want to go that hand tool route, you still may want to consider finding somebody or going to a mill and paying uh, to have them actually mill those boards because that's like that's the grunt work and even if you're a, a hand tool you know um you know that's all you want to do is hand tools uh from top to bottom right. well when you have to do you know 14 or 15 faces that have to be jointed together to put a top together that's called apprentice work that's grunt work yeah. uh that's not exactly the fun stuff so you know it, it really does pay even if you are crazy enough to sell all your power tools um yeah. it really is good to, to know some people who have them who might be able to help you out when you when you need it well, if you really think about it with, with the top, if you if you get the top pretty much out of the way, you can spend all that extra time with the hand tools, especially doing like the joinery work and stuff. That's where it, it gets a little bit more fun. It's kind of like going back to my boxes that are all the same size and color and stuff like that. That gets pretty boring, and that's exactly what you're going to run into, that tediousness yeah. of, as you mentioned, other things to put together with the, the top. But if you get the top out of the way, let's get serious. The top's just a big, wide board. You know, it's all – well, preferably it's flat. But if you get that done by something else, then you can spend the fun time, you know, really working on the, the joinery and stuff of, of the base. And right, you well, know, really, that's where you could really just like, you know, go to town on it. Like, OK, I'm going to do everything with a very small saw. Yeah. Well, you know, actually, yeah. Funk in the chat room brings up a good point, too. If you're fairly new, you may want that practice. You may want to practice your jointing uh, on, on, you know, that many faces just because you want to get good at it. So obviously, it just depends on where you're at. And about oh, halfway through fuck. it, you're going to be like, what was I thinking? I was going to say, let's let's ask John that again. In, in about a month? <laughs> Maybe in about yeah. a month. We'll see. <laughs> ask him that again. How do you feel about it now, smartass? <laughs> oh, John yeah, Well, you know, I'm thinking um, I have often wanted a drum sander because I know it could come in handy. But at the same time, I go, how often am I really going to use it? Yeah. And then, then I think, well, you know. Diami has a drum sander that he's never used. Maybe if I have a use for it, I can finally get him to set the dang thing up and I can go out and visit him in Long Island. Dude, a drum sander is definitely one of those things. They're so expensive. It's probably one of the harder, like big power tools to justify getting because it's only the thing you get after you have all these other things. So it becomes a little, right. more, a little more difficult to add that to the set. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the one where you're like, oh, I really want to get something, but... I don't know what else All to do. All right, I'll go with that. <laughs> if I have to. Well, plus, you know, you you guys with your, your fancy, uh, what do they call those things? Smoothing planes? Um, <laughs> but no, honestly, I've actually used my drum sander a lot less uh, in the last couple of years as I've started to, you know, learn the joys of just taking a couple strokes with a smoothing plane uh, and what that can do for the surface. So, um, you know, I would imagine the more you, even folks who are trying to pull in more of the hybrid approach will have less and less of a use for, for a drum sander. Yeah. Next Christmas when I have to make 20 cutting boards, drum sander. <laughs> oh yeah. Actually, that's a good point. That, well, if you're batching stuff out, okay, let's, let's put that drum sander back on the list of, uh, must have tools. Cause yeah, that's going to make a big difference. All right. Well, actually, I think that's about all we have. You want to do the, the DVD giveaway? We've got two, um, we need right. to come up, as always, with something to ask the chat room to see if uh, we could pick a winner. Oh, for a question, for a question. Anybody, either one of you come up with them. I'm brain dead tonight, so I can't. Oh, uh, a question. Um, in what way? In what way? 
If two trains were heading, no, that's the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> wrong podcast. How about relevant? How about something relevant? Um, um, ends or tails first. This is. <laughs> I try to come Discuss. up with something fair, and I'm never really good at that. That's the problem. Uh, let's see here. Uh, how about something workbench related? No. How about Christmas gift? No. How about a question? <laughs> uh, you want to just? How about we just pick random? <laughs> how about we edit this out? And... I'm going to pick random. <laughs> Ready? I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to scroll my mouse up and down and wherever my mouse pointer lands, you are the lucky winner of a DVD. And you are the real Neil. The real Neil. As opposed to the not real Neil. Or the Come on Neil. down. Okay, the you real Neil. You are the proud winner of Boas's Badax Saw. <laughs> yeah. He donated that? That is so nice of him. Yeah, well, he did now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, real Neil, if you can, shoot me an email, um, thewoodwhisperer at gmail.com, mark at thewoodwhisperer.com, contact at thewoodwhisperer.com, uh, marketing at thewoodwhisperer.com, or just email Shannon, because uh, he's got to give one of these away too, right? Yep. Okay, so we don't even, we haven't even worked out exactly what the titles are, I can't remember. Um, but let's pick another winner. Uh, one of you guys pick one from the chat room. Go, Matt, go. Okay. Pick one. Uh, let's see I'm here. Too lazy. I am going to, too lazy back to even pick a name. Uh, Matt Van. Oh wait, no, that's me. Lucky winner. Uh, Pickering Mike. Pickering Mike. There you go. Right. There we go. Yep. You're the you're the lucky winner of the next to be named DVD. If it's a DVD, it could just turn out to be a piece of paper. Nice. He's from Canada. Okay. Same. So, same thing, Mike. If you yep. can uh, shoot me an email or, or Shannon an email and. Uh, We'll get you a DVD. I don't know what it's going to be I about. I can tell you the title of one of them because I only have one DVD to give away. Oh, there you go. What but, is it? It is called Connections, an introduction to California Daiku Woodworking by Ooh. Jay Van Arsdale. That's unique. Yes. That's very unique. Let's go ahead and pick a third very one because actually I have a copy that we can give away of uh, the Monster Workbench. Oh, cool. Okay. So we could do that. So this time, Shannon, you pick. This way all three of us take a turn. Oh, that's and, so fair. Yeah. All right, should I just pick the name that like first showed up when I looked at the chat room? Do I have to like close my eyes? You and have to let's do it see. right. Close your eyes. Put some, put some effort into it, would you? Look at that. Sack. Mr. Chuck Isaac. All right. Nice. There you go. Sack's a good Wait, dude. Congratulations. Hey, how's your, how's your kid, Sack? We'll talk about that later. I'm curious now that I have one on the way. It's funny how that changes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> before I was always just being polite when people would talk to me about their kids before I just no, didn't show a real interest <laughs> that's totally true I'm such a jerk alright I think we're going to close it off Matt if you want to give them the contact info we will uh, we'll, uh, have mercy on these people and, and get out of their ear their earballs Okay, no problem at all. So remember, if you've heard a comment, a question, or a suggestion, or you have a comment, question, or suggestion, who knows, maybe you heard one too and you want to clarify it, uh, give us a... uh, (laughs) One of those. Give us one of those. (laughs) Is this eggnog spiked already? What's going on? Uh, Anyways, you can email us at woodtalkonline at gmail.com, or of course you can call and leave us a voicemail at 623-242-5180. Skype us at woodtalkonline if you want to do it that way. And of course you can check out our individual sites at renaissancewoodworker.com, thewoodwhisperer.com, mattsbasementworkshop.com. Don't forget about the forum at woodtalkonline.com. A whole bunch of different ways that you can get a hold of us. And of course, all that information will be in the show notes on our respective websites. So you've got no excuse yeah, why boy. you don't get a hold of us. That's right. All right. Well, I guess we'll close it out. Thanks to the chat room. Thanks to uh, 
everybody listening at home or on the on the train ride or in the car, wherever you are, and uh, have your pets spayed or neutered. <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, lazy husband. <laughs> or, yes, exactly, because that might be safer. <laughs> All right, have a wonderful week. We'll catch you guys later on. See you, folks. See you. Wood Talk Online is a community-supported show, and you can help out for as little as $2 a month. Donations aren't required, but they are appreciated. If you'd like to help out, head to woodtalkonline.com and click one of the donation buttons in the right column. Thanks for listening, and thanks for your support. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.